in the lunchtime edition. The Home Affairs Minister launches an investigation into yesterday's jailbreak at Dodd's prison. The Chamber of Commerce reports some businesses likely suffered significant losses as a result of yesterday's power outage and is to meet with the power company to understand what transpired. Engineering staff at the QEH stage a work stoppage to protest a number of concerns and a tropical wave to the east predicted to become a depression in a few days. Good afternoon, I'm Stetson Babb. This is the latest. Home Affairs Minister Wilfred Abrams has launched an investigation into yesterday's escape of an accused murderer from Dodd's prison in St. Philip. The jailbreak by Tyreek Benskin was the first escape from Dodd's prison since it was opened 16 years ago. Prior to Benskin, the last prisoner to escape from a main jail was Winston Hall, who 24 years ago, in 1999, scaled the walls of the now-abandoned Glenderry Prison at Station Hill. Unlike Hall, who spent several years on the run, Benskin was recaptured in a few hours with the help of drone surveillance, tips from the public, and a combined dragnet by the security services. Mr. Abrams notes the quick recapture but wants to know how and why such an escape could have occurred in the first place. Obviously, there's going to be a full investigation into the circumstances which led to the escape of the prisoner. That investigation has started already, and I'm awaiting the report on it. The aim in this is to find out what went wrong, find out what the weaknesses, if any, are, and what can be done to prevent this, because we've had a sterling record at those prisons so far, and you know we, we have confidence in our prison, our prison system. So we need to understand what happened yesterday that allowed a prison to escape. I will say though that I am heartened by the support and information we got from the public, and also by the swift response from the Barbados Police Service, as well as the Barbados Defence Force, that allowed the very quick apprehension and recapture of the escape inmate. Mr. Abrams also notes the role that drone technology and social media played in the recapture. We employed the use of technology, so there was drone surveillance, there were patrols on the ground, and there were reported sightings. So the public did weigh in on it, and we did get some feedback from the public as to sightings of the prisoner. But it was a, it was a combined effort, including manpower from the BDF and the police service and the prison, as well as assistance from the public and the use of technology. Social media played a big part in his recapture as well. We oftentimes see messages and salacious things circulating before we can even blink. But yesterday was a case in point where all of the media outlets and some influencers were circulating the photo of the gentleman as well as an invitation for assistance from the public. So pretty much everybody in Barbados in very, very short order knew that a prisoner had escaped, what he looked like, what he was being held for, and that we needed assistance. So social media work for the betterment yesterday. Minister of Home Affairs and Information Wilfred Abrams in the Lunchtime Edition.
The Barbados Chamber of Commerce and Industry believes some businesses may have suffered significant losses from yesterday's island-wide power outage and plans to meet with the power company to understand what was behind it. President of the Chamber, James Clark, tells Starcom Network News his organization has been trying to do a full assessment of the impact. The impact on businesses was, from what we can gather, quite significant, simply because not everybody has backup power. And therefore, depending on the nature of their business, whether it was something they needed power for or not, uh, if not, and they could work other ways, then it was one thing. But other places that didn't have backup power, of course, um, many of them had to close for the day. Some of them closed and then reopened when power came back on. We're just still trying to, to gather the, the extent and determine the extent and the, and the nature of the issues and how badly impacted people were. Mr. Clark says such island-wide outages are a worry, noting it's the second island-wide shutdown this year. Well, these smaller interruptions, they can happen at any time for many different reasons. But when you get a very large one like this, I, I do not know the reason for this one at this point, so I can't comment on that. But certainly it is of a concern when the whole island goes down, as I'm sure it is for Light and Power, because the grid is usually designed in a way, or is designed in a way, to minimize the chances of this happening. So this is why we're interested to find out what the actual cause of this one was. The president of the Barbados Chamber of Commerce and Industry, James Clark, meantime, Ricky Went, one of the interveners who challenged the Barbados Light and Power's application for a rate increase at the recent rate hearings, tells Starcom Network News that studies had identified major weaknesses in the power company's infrastructure and he wonders whether such issues were addressed. Mr. Went, an engineer and former general manager of a public utility, queries why such major outages should still be occurring. As you know, Stuart recalls that I manage the utility, and one of the key things in the utility is to maintain continuous supply. So we have a high level of redundancy. So we have to wait for the investigations, but I must tell you that at this point in time, in this day and age, we should not be having an island-wide outage of the nature of what we had yesterday. Right here in intervener Ricky Went. Staff of the engineering department at the Queen Elizabeth Hospital this morning staged a work stoppage in protest against a number of issues, including health and safety concerns. Speaking to the news media industrial relations officer at the National Union of Public Workers, Lisa Alicock, highlighted the main grievances. Reports coming to us is that the incinerator has some serious structural issues in addition to the fact that the company that previously um, made the incinerator no longer exists. So there's no one to come in to make parts for the incinerator anymore. There's no one to come in to service the incinerator anymore. And it is a situation, a very, very severe and dire situation that we've been discussing for over 10 years, the replacement of the incinerator. It is at a stage where if we do not make a serious move in replacing this incinerator, it can cause serious harm. The NAPW's Acting General Secretary, Wayne Warren, meantime says they may take further action if the matters are not addressed. Barbados Meteorological Services closely monitoring a tropical wave to the east. Meteorologist Sharice Brathwaite. 
This feature has become better organized in the eastern Atlantic. Further development is expected and a tropical depression is likely to form over the next few days as the system moves west-northwestward. However, there is still some uncertainty in the forecast track and intensity. Nevertheless, the tropical wave is likely to drift across the eastern Caribbean during the early to mid part of next week. Key messages, there are currently no watches or warnings in effect for Barbados. Our top stories, the Home Affairs Minister Wilfred Abrams launches an investigation into yesterday's jailbreak at Dodds Prison. The Chamber of Commerce reports some businesses likely suffered significant losses as a result of yesterday's power outage and is to meet with the power company to understand what transpired. Engineering staff at the QEH stage a work stoppage to protest over a number of concerns and a tropical wave to the east predicted to become a depression in a few days. The lunchtime edition from Starcom Network News. Starcom Network, a member of the OCM Group. I'm Stetson Bapp. Good afternoon.